Good morning. Good morning. First of all, I'm psyched that I can reach the microphone. I'm not gonna lie. Um, so I have to tell you, I'm incredibly honored to be here with you on your first day. Um, and a lot of what I'm going to talk about, you've heard pieces of it from the faculty and your student leaders as well. Um, but I really, really want to hone in on how special and powerful this education is. So in the brief time together, uh, that we have together, I want to talk about a few things that relate to the unique education that Moore will afford you. The first thing I want to offer is that all change begins with a vision. That includes change at the very personal, intimate scale, like imagining a better life for you and your family, but it also includes large-scale, pattern-breaking change. So you heard the quote from uh, Dr. Martin Luther King about be a headlight, not a taillight. Right. Dr. King said, I have a dream. He didn't just say I have a plan for the civil rights movement. He said, I have a dream. Right. So solutions to social problems are tethered to our capacity to imagine new possibilities. Solutions emerge from the combination of critical thinking and creative thinking. Analysis is not enough. Solutions come from the capacity to offer a critique and to imagine what's on the other side of that critique, to imagine what else is possible. And this ability to think this way is a skill. It's a skill that requires development. It's one that doesn't come naturally to everyone. And so the fact that you are here is already an indication that you have that capacity. And even for those who were born, those like you, with the gift of both lenses, critical thinking and creative thinking, they are better positioned, you are better positioned, to apply this talent when you have the chance to develop a conscious creative practice. So, how do you actually foster visionary thinking? To my mind, you make art. Making art and making change are really parallel. Um, and I see making art as a practice space to becoming a change maker. So let me offer you four ways that the skill set of making change and making art overlap. And there are more than four, but I'm just gonna offer you four for today. Um, so the first is the ability to review to bring fresh eyes and ears and limbs and hearts to long-standing conventions, whether those conventions are the way that materials might work together, or those conventions are about worldviews and long-standing beliefs. To see reality through the lens of possibility and potential instead of as a fixed constant. And to operate from a place of what if we tried, or how can we make this happen instead of whether we can make this happen. So that's number one. Number two, the ability to break rules. And I'm not talking about being a rebel without a cause, right? I'm talking about really having the courage to speak truth to power, to raise your hand when something doesn't make sense and to speak up, to really locate your own truth, right? So on a more abstract level, both artists and change makers are willing and able to abandon all assumptions, including their own. Number three, the ability to take risks and be courageous. And so that's tied to number two, right? It takes courage to locate your voice. It takes courage to talk back. It takes courage to interrogate your own limitations. So both artists and change makers have a regular practice with negotiating fear, discomfort, and vulnerability. They work, you work, in spaces of uncertainty where progress is incremental and your intended outcomes aren't guaranteed, but you keep showing up. You keep doing the work, 
You keep working on that draft and revision and revision. Number four, the ability to harness imagination with intention. So it's one thing to daydream, it's one thing to let your mind wander, and it's quite another to have the ability to apply your capacity to dream to a clear purpose and targeted focus. It's not a small act to materialize something out of nothing. So if making art can yield these kinds of useful skills in our democracy, how do we make opportunities for this kind of art education more democratically available? So one answer is to bring art to where people already are. Um, and as you heard in my bio, I started an organization that does just that. Uh, Lingerie Project goes out and uh, commissions artists like yourselves to make public art projects in your own neighborhood. Um, and also hires teaching artists as faculty to lead workshops with everyday people uh, in their own neighborhood to make art that is about their community. Great. Here's why I bring that up. What I've learned is that making art in your own backyard, making art at a laundromat, which is fairly random, right, is a deceptively simple act. Um, it makes it normal to exercise your creative muscles in your everyday surroundings, and there's a particular power in applying your creativity in your own community. It's not my mission to make everyone a professional artist. There's something special about you being in this room today and dedicating your life to a career in this profession. Um, while it's not my vision to make everyone a professional artist, it is my vision to make the means of self-determination more broadly available. Because what I know firsthand is that making art is a tool for freedom and agency. And so what gets me out of bed every morning is that I want to live in a world where making art is a normalized skill set. The way that learning how to read and how to count is a normalized skill set. I want to live in a world where visionary thinking and the self-determination that it avails is part of our core curriculum. So that's my vision for change. That's the vision I want to see in the world. And so now I want to talk about your vision. Your vision for the world that you want to live in. Your vision for these next two years, three years, four years, your vision for Philadelphia, your vision for this community of women that you're now a part of. And I want you to ask yourselves, what am I ready to tackle? How can I stay open to the onslaught of new information, new contacts, new relationships that, that are before you? How can I remain gentle with myself as I enter into the very messy space of learning and self-discovery? and to have so many witnesses to the ups and downs of that learning process. I want you to ask yourself how you can milk every minute of your education at more. How do you leave here the product of a creative education, an education dedicated to helping you find your voice? How do you leave here as a warrior for the change that you want to see in the world? Because here's the thing, whether you major in graphic design or fashion design or painting and drawing, you are about to spend the next two, three, four years honing your capacity to make your vision manifest. You are about to locate your voice, claim it, and own it for the rest of your lives. You are about to learn how to see things from multiple angles and invite unexpected connections among seemingly disparate sources. And what makes you, what that makes you, is a woman armed with the skills to change the world. So this is the journey that you begin starting right now, and I wish you boundless success and a lifetime of happiness. Thank you.